The Church Media Podcast, episode 130, How to Fire a Volunteer. Let's do it. Hey there. Welcome to the Church Media Podcast. The definitive podcast for helping you create dynamic experiences and build solid media production teams at your church. We're bringing you knowledge and insight from top media professionals from around the world. Useful, practical content in the areas of live production, design, leadership, digital communications, and more. The show notes for this episode and all archive episodes of the show are available online now at the Church Media Podcast. Podcast.com. And now, broadcasting from the ministry headquarters of 1230 Media, here's your host, church media coach, Carl Barnhill. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here this week. You got me all episode last week. I talked about resources that you can put in your control room for your volunteers. If you missed it, be sure to catch up. Hopefully, a lot of good content in that episode for you. This week, you get me again. I'm hoping that the title of today's episode caught your eye as you're thinking, what? Fire a volunteer? Why on earth would you want to do that? Well, if you've led a volunteer team of any kind, you know you wish you could get rid of some people. You know, just come on, be honest. There are some people that are just not a good fit for your ministry team. I'm going to teach you today the best way that I've found to encourage those folks. We'll dive into that after a quick church media tip. Check this out. And now, your church media tip of the week. Useful tips and tricks to help you transform the worship experiences at your church. Here's Carl Barnhill. Your font choices are a key element in the look of your environments. With lyric text being on screen for at least a third or more of your service, choosing the right fonts for your worship lyrics may be small, but it matters. One of the main factors in choosing a font for your lyrics is to be consistent. I suggest using the same font and size for all the songs in your worship set. Unless you're doing a very intentional performance piece, the font, the font size, and the placement of the lyrics on screen should not change during the entire service. When choosing a font for your worship lyrics, here are five go-to fonts to consider using. Number one, Gotham Bold. Number two, Myriad Pro Bold. Three, Avenir Bold. Four, Helvetica or Helvetica New Bold. And number five, Colfax, C-O-L-F-A-X, Colfax. So be consistent. You don't want your font choices to distract people from worshiping. Get more free coaching for your production team through our blog, podcast, and online resource library. Visit 1230.media slash training today. Do you ever have a volunteer that is not a great fit for your team or the position that they're in? on your team? Do you worry about dealing with the situation because they're a volunteer? I've been there. Uh, You want to be gracious, but they feel entitled to their position or they have had a certain role or the same responsibilities for the last 50 years. Whatever the case uh, may be, or you, you may be in a situation where you don't have enough people to remove anyone from your volunteer team. You, you have a bad apple but are so dependent on them for your services that your services may not happen. Your worship experiences may not happen if they're not there. I've been there too. 
let me offer you several ideas for how to fire a volunteer. And before I do, let me mention a few things to keep in mind. Uh, The first thing is this. You're their pastor first. It's your job to help them find a place where they feel fulfilled. Be incredibly generous and gracious and loving when you're dealing with anyone on your team. Put on love. That being said, God has put you in the position that you're in. You must be willing to step into the uncomfortable for the good of the culture of your team. Don't be afraid to shake things up. Try new strategies or do something different. God and the church that's paying you is holding you responsible for how you lead your team. If you need to fire a volunteer, here's how I've done it in the past, and I pray these suggestions may help you if you're in this very delicate situation. Sometimes you may try these in order or pick one that best meets your needs. Here we go. Number one is repurpose them to another position on your team. I found the best way to fire volunteers not to flippantly get rid of them, but to strategically help them find a place of service that's both a good fit for them and a good fit for your church. The first strategy I would try uh, would be to repurpose someone to another position on your team. They might not be just a bad apple in general. They might just be terrible at the position that you have them on. Um, So that would be what I might try first is moving them to another position on your team. Someone might not be a good fit for a camera operator, but they would be a great fit for pro presenter. Um, So so here's how I would do this. Have a one-on-one conversation with them. Now, be careful with your language uh, and how you discuss this with this person. Don't say you're terrible at camera, we're going to move you to pro presenter because I don't think you'll suck at that. Say something like, hey, Bill, I've been thinking about you and praying for you lately, man. I'm so grateful that you're on this team. Uh, As I was looking at our structure and how we're organizing our team, we had some openings in the pro presenter position, and I thought of you. Uh, We have a a pro presenter training opening next Monday night, and I wanted to see if you would be available to come to it. I think this would be such a great fit for your skill set. And then you could go on to explain and give them compliments. Here's how, what I see in you. You're very organized. You 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 pay attention really well. You um you really know the music. Whatever the case may be, uh, give them compliments in order to um, encourage them. Um, don't just you know say they suck. Try try to encourage them into a new position. Now, what if you're in a situation where you do that and they're like, No, I'm good. Uh, well, I've I've been there too, and sometimes you might need to step in the, to the conversation, uh, to the hard conversation, and just say, hey, look, man, um, I, I really need you to, to move to this position. Um, we're, we're doing some changing and some switching on our team, and this camera operator position is, is not going to be um, uh, available anymore, or you can say, I'm going to move some people around on the team, um, and this is one area that I'd like for you to serve. And if they continue to push back, maybe this is an opening to let them go, just to say, hey, man, this is the opening that we have. Um, and, uh, you know, unfortunately, if, if you don't want to try this role, 
I, I, maybe another ministry is is better for you. Maybe maybe there's another place in the church that might, um, you know, get you excited about serving, uh, because and and let them, uh, you know, tell you that. So that would kind of open the door for that hard conversation to happen. So it might get really nasty. I mean, it could. Um, I, I mean, obviously, you don't want to be mean to them. And by nasty, I mean their feelings might get hurt or something like that. And that might happen. And you you need to be prepared for that. So I'm trying to give you some strategies to start with first. And then if it gets to that, then it might be the conversation of, hey, man, th- then if 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 you can't or if you are, don't want to try these other positions, maybe another ministry might be a, a better fit for you. So try that. All right, number two, create a new position that uses their skill set. So I realized after years of leading teams and uh, and a major part of my job was to find ways to create as many serving opportunities on my team as I could. If someone wanted to help our team, they could. We had all ages and skill sets on our team. We had people that had no technical know-how but wanted to serve our team in some way. We built an org chart in such a way that those people had an easy on-ramp into a position. But sometimes we even created new positions based on someone's skill set. When I had a volunteer I needed to fire, I would spend time praying about what they were really good at. I would pray for God to show me their abilities and skills. I would pray for him to lay something on my heart that they could do for our team that would allow them to feel fulfilled and that would help our team succeed. So try creating a new position on your team, a volunteer headquarters coordinator or scheduling coordinator. Have them help sign people up or sign people in each Sunday morning. Have them help make breakfast for your team. Have them coordinate events and have them serve as the grill master. Try to find a spot where they can thrive uh, and your team can thrive. Um, Use the same language that I mentioned before. Bring this to them as a new opportunity in which God placed their name on your heart. Now, I'm I'm not lying here. Uh, I'm not suggesting that you lie. I am suggesting that you pray about it and spend time thinking and pondering and praying what the best course of action is, what position that they would be best suited in. I found that some volunteers that just weren't cutting it in one position were a perfect fit for something else on the team. I could tap into their skills and abilities and keep their loyalty to the team. So it wasn't a, you're bad at this, we need you to stop doing this. It was a redirect in, you are awesome at this, and I thought of you for this new position. Is there any way that you would consider doing that? We really need this on our team, and and here's the benefits of it. Here's how it would benefit our team. Here's the skill sets I saw in you and I see in you on a consistent basis that I think would be perfect for this role. Um, so try that. Try reallocating them to a new position. All right, number three. Help them discover another ministry they can serve in. I mentioned this a little bit before, but you may have a volunteer that may be in the wrong ministry. This person may be incredible with children, but they're serving in production. Or they may just not be grasping the production experience, but would be great on the parking team. So here's how I've handled this. I have a conversation with my staff team members in private. I explain that I think Bill isn't cutting it in production, but I think his skills would be great for their ministry. If they agree, I would have them approach Bill or us approach Bill together and propose the ministry opportunity on their team. So 
you know, we can work together as staff so that it is, it, it, the approach is, hey, Bill, we thought of you for this position. We would love it if you would consider and praying about serving in this role. That way you're not, quote, firing them or removing them or it's a bad experience. We've turned it now into a positive where you are actually thinking about them. They're special. Uh, you've considered their skill set. Um, and that sort of thing. So whether you're repositioning them on your team or finding an, another ministry for them, this is about them feeling fulfilled um, as a volunteer at your church. So, but that it is a key uh, thing to speak with your staff, to team up with your staff members so that it doesn't feel like you're dumping the bad apple on someone else. Okay, so be sure to work with your other staff members and, you know... <laughs> You might have a volunteer that we all know about and nobody wants them, and that, that's a special circumstance. But, um, you know, I, I think for the most part, you can work with your staff team um, to find a place for uh, different people that might be struggling in one particular ministry. All right, number four is stop scheduling them. There are few things on uh, the teams that I've led that I have little patience for. For instance, not showing up multiple times is something I don't tolerate in my teams. I'm gracious and I make sure they knew they were scheduled and work to fix the problem. Remember to pastor them first. Uh, they, they may be going through a, a life struggle that you uh, need to help them through. And if that's the case, sometimes a break from serving might be the best thing that needs to happen. Um, but one way to, to fire a volunteer that's not cutting it is to simply stop scheduling them as much or scheduling, uh, schedule them for a less crucial position. You're in control of the schedule. Y you as the leader of the team can go in and say, hey, so-and-so's had a really stinky attitude and is bringing down the whole team. I'd like to not schedule her for the next month and, and just see what happens um, and, and see the dynamic of the team change. You might be surprised. Now, I know this may sound harsh on the outset, but think of it this way. In my case, we had thousands of people gathering for a worship experience to worship and exalt the creator of the universe. When you don't show up to a major position to create that experience, thousands of people suffer. So not showing up on a consistent basis, I'm sorry, no. That that we're not we're not going to I'm not going to tolerate that. Like that we're not going to that's not going to happen. Um, so if this, obviously, if you miss one, we'll talk about it. If you miss a couple, you know, let's have conversations. Let's try to work it out. If this is an ongoing thing where you do not show up when you're scheduled, then I'm not going to schedule you um, because, uh, you know, if you can't stay dedicated, if you're not committed, um, uh, I'm trying to build a dedicated, committed, solid, passionate team. Um, and if that's not something that you want to do, that's fine. I, I want to build it with people that want to be here. Um, so have those conversations, but that's something that I would not uh, tolerate. Um, so one way to uh, fire volunteers to stop, stop scheduling them as much and almost let them come to you to say, hey, I haven't been on as much. I'm not really feeling as passionate about it anymore. I'm just letting you know that I'd like to ser start serving in another ministry. And at that point, you can say, man, that's awesome, man. I, I really want to support you any way I can. And, uh, man, let me know if you need any help with that new ministry, if I can connect you with staff members. You know, sometimes they fire themselves. So 
you know, be aware of that too. Now, I'm not trying to lay a guilt trip down or intimidate either, but I do want volunteers to realize the importance of their service. People get saved in our worship services. People are encouraged in their walk with Christ in their wor- in our worship services. You not showing up is unacceptable. And once I see that happening on a consistent basis, I stop scheduling you. Now, I know I know that sounds harsh a little bit, but if people know that expectation up front, then it won't, I don't think it would be that big of a deal. Again, of course, be gracious for emergency, sickness, things like that. I'm referring to this being an ongoing issue with a specific volunteer. Try to coach them in this situation. Have a conversation and explain to them that you've seen them not be as committed lately and would love to have them be more committed to what your team is after. Lead and coach in these moments with love. If the problems still exist after that, I would stop scheduling them as much. Now, when I stopped scheduling them, I had one of two things happen. One, they get disinterested, like I told you, uh, in the team and ask to leave. Be okay with this. If they're not in it to win it, let free birds fly to somewhere they can serve with passion. Be sure you aren't losing them from the church uh, and work to step in and make sure they still attend and are plugged into community at your church. You don't want to lose them from the church. But be okay with people that aren't passionate uh, about your about your team um, and, and be okay with it. If they're not passionate about your team, let them leave. That's okay. Um, second thing I would see happen is they would come and ask why they haven't been uh, on the schedule as much lately, and then there you go. There's your open door for a conversation. Uh, well, man, I, I've, I've seen this lately, and I wanted to uh, talk to you about it and see, uh, you know, if, if you can be here on on time more. And I've noticed that you know we've we've struggled in in this area. Um, is that something that we can work on? Or um, so step into those situations. My last suggestion for how to fire a volunteer is to set standards you want to see in your team culture. Set standards for your whole team. What I mean is this. It's not about an individual. It's about a team. It's about creating opportunities for people to serve their church and to serve other people. Let me give you a quick story here. I had a volunteer at one church that I served that was serving as a director for our worship experiences every Sunday for every service. And this is when I first got to the church. I would see this. Uh, He had been in this position for years. In fact, his family rarely took a vacation because he felt the service could not go on without him. He also never actually attended a worship experience and worshiped with his wife and family. When I came on staff, I had the vision to create multiple opportunities for many people to learn that position and all other positions on our team. He did not like this approach. He got so upset that he left the team for a while. As harsh as it may sound, this is exactly what the team needed and exactly what his family needed too. He eventually came back to the team and we had him serve once a month as a director and help train other directors. And his wife later came to me and thanked me, telling me that the only way she was able to worship with her husband was to sit in the back of the control room. She told me that he was very upset, but eventually realized that it was important to actually be in a worship experience with his wife and family. And he finally saw that, okay, yeah, other people need to experience this joy of serving also. So if something like this happens to you, um, don't think that the Lord may not use it and, and the, that someone might not come back around. 
Um, obviously, you want to try to love on them and, and pastor them and be with them. But if they if they need to go, that might be the answer. That might be the answer for them. That might be the answer for your team. But you don't understand. Uh, Miss Rita, Miss Susan, man, this guy has been, uh, this one guy has been our audio technician for years. And I'm new on staff. How do I... Uh, he's not cutting it. How do I get rid of him? How do I move him along? Well, it might be a conversation with your senior pastor to say, hey, look, this guy's hindering the growth of the team. What do, what do I do? What can we do together? Because I can't grow the team this way. So get wisdom from your senior pastor maybe too. All right, you don't want to lose people. I get it. But sometimes shaking things up a little bit and letting the chips fall where they fall is a good thing. Again, it's not about an individual. It's not even about you. Hello. It's about the ministry that God has placed you in, in this season of your life. Lead well. You may have to set standards for your team that people don't like, but you feel is good for growing your team. I've had this happen multiple times where I implement something and at first people are, this is the worst idea. And, And I've had to go, you know what? It might be. It might be, but let's give it a shot for the next three months and see what happens. If we don't like it, let's kill it and do something else. That's no problem, but I'm going to try stuff. We can't get anywhere if we don't take risk and try stuff. So we're going to try it, and I need you guys to help me try it and help me give it a a shot. If I had to take a guess, if you were to ask the teams that I've led if they knew a volunteer had been fired, I can with confidence say that very few people knew what actually was going on. So don't be deceptive, but have integrity and a servant spirit. Be intentional about serving volunteers that may be in the wrong spot. So you can have conversations with individual people and fire a volunteer, move them, encourage them, repurpose them, whatever you want to call it, um, without the entire team knowing about it. Um, there are ways to handle that. So there are no bad volunteers. Remember that. Every person matters. There may be volunteers that are misplaced, and it's your job to help them discover a place of service where they feel valued and fulfilled. I know we've covered a lot of ground uh, today in a very short amount of time, but I hope this helps. I hope it's been helpful to you uh, as you manage and lead your team. I'll be back in just a minute to wrap things up. Hey, this is Jay from tvapp.church, and we know the future of media is stressful. So many platforms and always evolving. Your ministry can be tech-savvy without breaking the bank. We can help navigate these tech waters by getting you apps on Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, Roku, and even a skill on Amazon Alexa. Sign up with us and your ministry can keep creating great content every week and we will make sure you're on the right platforms. No contracts or setup fees with monthly plans starting at $100. Mention you listen to the Church Media Podcast and get the first month free. Learn more at tvapp.church. That's tvapp.church. Articles, archives, and resources are all located on our website at thechurchmediapodcast.com. You can check out this episode directly at thechurchmediapodcast.com forward slash 130 as in episode number 130. That's thechurchmediapodcast.com forward slash 130. On the next Church Media Podcast. 
Next week on the show, I've got a huge treat for you. The CEO of Precept Ministries International, my former boss, David Arthur, will be joining me. You might know David's mom, Kay Arthur, who is an internationally known Bible teacher. I had the privilege of directing and producing Kay's television and radio program for a few years. Uh, David took over the ministry from his parents a few years ago. Precept teaches uh, people how to study the Bible for themselves. You might be thinking, what does Precept have to do with church media? Well, we're all about helping you transform your worship experiences and build solid teams. And as, a, as you've heard me say in the past, pastoring your people first is your number one priority. So helping your volunteers grow spiritually should be paramount in building your team. So David is going to share how you can teach your volunteers how to study the Bible for themselves and give you some resources that you can use with your team to help them grow in their walk with Christ. David is a very busy guy and in very high demand to speak and train. Precept is used all around the world, and it's taken some time to get him to chat with us, so you're really in for a treat next week. The producer of our show is David Michael Hyde. His website is davidmichaelhyde.com. And thank you for listening. Go out there and create some incredible experiences this weekend. I'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening to the Church Media Podcast. Please take a minute today to rate and review the show in iTunes. For show notes, archive episodes, and more free resources for your team, visit thechurchmediapodcast.com. We'll catch you right here next week for another episode of the Church Media Podcast. 